Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's May 19th, 1962, and another remarkable event is about to be uncovered by Aria, Rebecca, and Ali. The Retrospectors. So it was on this day that Marilyn Monroe sang a very breathy rendition of Happy Birthday featuring the famous line, Happy Birthday, Mr. President, to JFK, setting tongues wagging around the country and ultimately spawning countless pop renditions and homages. And at the time, this journalist who was present at the event, Dorothy Kilgallen, described it as making love to the president in the direct view of 40 million Americans. And it is pretty sexy. (laughs) It took place in an incredibly non-intimate setting. It was a democratic fundraising gala at Madison Square Gardens. (laughs) (laughs) Just with several thousand of his his best friends, of course. Yeah. (laughs) It was held in honour of JFK's 45th birthday. And it wasn't even his birthday. That was 10 days later. It was kind of just this event to well squeeze cash out of donors yeah yeah and less well known is that after singing her happy birthday she went on to sing a pastiche of the song thanks for the memory including the lines thanks mr president for all the things you've done the battles that you've won the way you deal with u.s steel and our problems by the ton (laughs) (laughs) i mean part of what was sultry about it was that she was wearing this dress that really did look quite transparent yeah, this was essentially naked. I mean, people do leave that detail out sometimes, don't they, when they talk about the breathiness of the performance. But I mean, right. you can actually, when you watch the video of this on YouTube, which I've just done for the first mm. time, I've never seen this. No, and it had this no. weird Mandela effect for me because I thought I had seen it. And I bet loads of people listening to this think they've seen Marilyn Monroe singing Happy Birthday, Mr. President. But actually, only 16 million people have on YouTube. So you probably haven't. You think <laughs> yeah. you have, but you haven't. And I watched it and I was like, Oh, okay, this is what... Because when she takes the fur coat off or whatever she's wearing on top, you can hear the audience gasp at the dress. It's actually all about the dress. It's not about the song. I mean, it's actually worth rewinding just a second or two further because, incredibly, the, like, the recurring joke of the night before she actually comes on stage was that the compere, a guy called Peter Lawford, who he was actually the brother-in-law of JFK. He got the gig. I wonder how. Doesn't sound like a Kennedy thing to keep it in the family. I know. Yeah. What? Um, but yeah, but he sp- spent the entire night signalling to the wings and saying, next up we've got Marilyn Monroe, oh wait, no, she's still not here, kind of playing on her reputation for tidiness. Which is a crap joke, isn't it? In itself. But when she finally comes on stage, he introduces her as the late Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Which is particularly spooky because she then, you know, just three months later had died of a drug overdose. So just this sort of weird historical resonance. But by the time she actually starts singing, when she, you know, she sort of takes off her coat in this big reveal and she's wearing what looks like almost nothing except a bunch of sparkling sequins. And she properly gets into it. It is actually a really stunning performance, which sort of 
is remarkable partly because when you know what she was going through in that historical moment, she managed to just push all that aside. She'd just divorced Arthur Miller. She'd apparently had surgery really recently. She was struggling with addiction issues, but just does this amazing performance. And it's really incredible. And it is worth watching the YouTube clip as well, because just seconds later, the cake comes out for, <laughs> for JFK. And it is this absolutely massive thing being carried by two guys on a palanquin. It's the Air Force One of cakes, isn't it? It's incredible. <laughs> you're talking about Mandela effect, Ollie. I know what you're going to say. I yeah. so know what you're going to yeah. say. Did right. you think she was going to jump out the cake? Jump out of the cake. Right. <laughs> yes. I think in pop culture, it, the two things and the Got two pieces of stagecraft are completely. Yeah. And also, if you remember, there's a, there's a Simpsons episode where Smithers pictures himself coming out of a cake and singing yes. happy birthday to Mr. Burns. And I think yes. that's what I know about that Marilyn Monroe performance is that episode of The Simpsons. And I think <laughs> possibly The Simpsons did that because in Some Like It Hot, gunmen burst out of a cake and shoot everybody. Mm. And so there is a Marilyn oh, Monroe title yeah. in the canon with cake jumping, which is separate to Marilyn Monroe actually singing happy birthday. But you're right, in my imagination, yeah. I was waiting for her to jump out of the cake. <laughs> Even though you'd just seen her on stage just next to the cake. <laughs> no, 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 no. And she gets into the cake. Before I press play on the clip. And actually, I, I was so interested in this bursting out of the cake thing that I got a bit lost in a Wikipedia hole on this. I don't yeah. know if you know, but jumping out of cakes <laughs> at dinner parties goes back as far as the 1400s. It's where Singer Song of Sixpence comes from. Oh, it wow. was this thing that like wealthy people, I'm talking about royals here, having their grand banquets between courses one of the performative elements you could do is like wheel on a big pie and the joke would be, ha-ha, there are live frogs in your pie. They didn't have telly then. <laughs> um, and that gag continued for centuries until in 1626, the Duke and Duchess of Buckingham presented King Charles I with a pie from which sprang the dwarf Geoffrey Hudson in a suit of armour. Uh, that was apparently the <laughs> crystallised this meme. People like... Hey, this is funny. Yeah. <laughs> he's a different height to us and he's in a pie. <laughs> when you see Marilyn in the dress, it is easy to understand why she was not bursting out of any pies. <laughs> With or without a machine gun. She looked amazing and she gave an amazing performance. And that actually ended up backfiring because at the time of the performance, she was in the middle of a very troubled movie production of film with Dean Martin and Sid Charisse. It was going to be called Something's Got to Give. But she kept flaking, basically, not turning up or not knowing her lines. And she blamed it on a series of illnesses. Obviously, when they saw her looking so good and giving such a great performance. Even though she's obviously wasted, by the way. Well, apparently she had to because she was so nervous. But can you imagine? I like, wasn't blaming her. I'm just saying, you know, you're saying she's looking so good. You know, if you just invested money in her turning up to your film set, you yeah. might be concerned. So basically they wanted to cut her from the film. Dean Martin refused to do it without her. Then she died and the film kind of went quiet for a while. And then it resurfaced as Move Over Darling with Doris Day. Oh. Yeah. 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 Thank you. <laughs> Who, as far as we know, was not banging JFK. No, what was the joke about her? I have known Doris Day so long I knew her before she was a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that quote that you read out at the top, Arian, you know, the, the whole nation then sort of saw this incredible Hollywood star making love to the president. That's how it was interpreted, isn't it? But it was like, yeah. there was gossip presumably already. Yeah. Everyone knew JFK put it about a bit. And then this was just, it was taken as confirmation. We still don't know for sure, but like, probably... 
What history has sort of decided is probably true is that they spent a night together at Bing Crosby's party in Palm Springs. That probably happened. I mean, if you're going to Bing Crosby's party at Palm Springs, it would be rude not to, wouldn't it? (laughs) I mean, imagine just going to Bing Crosby's party at Palm Springs and just having some Pringles and going home. (laughs) Yeah, you have to do something a bit scandalous. Yeah. The 40 million Americans weren't the only ones who noticed that Marilyn Monroe was making love to the president on TV. (laughs) Um, Jackie Kennedy was not actually there. She was with their children. I think they were... They were at some kind of like country fair. So they were like looking at horses and things. Buffalo Bill's Wild West was in town. (laughs) (laughs) And apparently she was less than impressed. She didn't direct her anger at JFK. Apparently she was angry at Bobby Kennedy because he was the one who had arranged this salacious surprise. I mean, Marilyn herself, the story goes, was planning to potentially move into the White House as the second first lady, as it were, to JFK. And she brought along with her, or at some stage around this time, she was planning to give to Kennedy this Rolex, which bore the inscription, Jack with love always from Marilyn Monroe. And she gave it to one of his assistants and that assistant showed it to Kennedy and he said, throw it away. I never want to see this again. So already he was kind of stepping away from this affair. But obviously she, you know, had some idea that maybe it might go further. The way it's written about now is that it was somehow not that significant for both of them. Like you say, the consensus is it was sort of a one night stand. It strikes me that he did a lot more of those than she did. And he was the president. She was a big star, but he was the president. And he was born into a dynasty and she made herself. I just can't believe that it didn't mean more to her than it meant to him. Yeah. I mean, the conspiratorial stuff that surrounds her death, which still is very much unresolved, but this is probably not true. But people think that she was planning to kind of out her relationship with him in an even more significant way. The theory goes, her intention to go on the record and say, this is exactly what I've done, not just with one Kennedy brother, but actually also with Bobby, was the thing that some conspiracy theorists think ultimately led to her early demise. And of course, that's very much not necessarily supported by the facts, which do look like it's an overdose, but that is one theory. I've also seen written, I mean, it was on Mail Online, so pinch of salt, but I have seen written as if fact that the reason she was delivering that performance in that style was because she was out of breath because she genuinely couldn't find a way to the stage. (laughs) Rather than that being like a running joke, as you said before, that she's always late, that actually somehow that wasn't planned. She genuinely got lost on the way to the stage and then she was out of breath and that's why she sung in that style. I've seen that reported as as journalism. Nah. (laughs) It's bad journalism. (laughs) The performance is obviously full-throated and she is definitely able to deliver it. But I can see how it works as a cover for the people reading the newspaper the next morning around the breakfast table Mm. or whatever and who don't want to be totally scandalised by what's just happened. Yes, who have no idea what happens at Bing Crosby's parties in Palm Springs. (laughs) Right. And don't want to, for that matter. (laughs) Tomorrow. Uh, no, I've not heard anyone saying, sorry, I'm, I can't join you this evening. I'm going for a quick Betty. I've not heard it. <laughs> Love the show? Support the show. Patreon.com slash Retrospectors. Part of the ACAST Creator Network. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.